Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning. It's Gina Crash. Welcome to Spotlight on Maryland. Really excited to welcome back our guest this morning. We've had the pleasure of meeting in person at many fundraisers and had on this very program in the past. It's George Kilborn. He's a board member of the National Kidney Foundation serving Maryland and Delaware. And George has served on the board for 14 years and served on various committees. He's participated in the Kidney Walk for years. He also has a personal connection to kidney disease that he can share with us this morning and explain why he's so passionate about the National Kidney Foundation serving Maryland and Delaware. Welcome back to the program, George. Good morning, Gina. Thank you for having me on. We're really excited to to have you on because you're going to be telling us so much important information. Are we right about the 14 years and counting as far as your service is concerned? Indeed. Indeed. It's been a pleasure to to serve uh, on the board of the National Kidney Foundation and really to serve uh, the thousands upon thousands of patients here in Maryland uh, with kidney disease. Yeah, and now we've got some statistics. I know that you're always up on the latest. So as far as Marylanders uh, living with kidney disease and others, let us know, and Americans, so for the national and the sort of local angle there, let us know what's the latest as far as statistics are concerned. Right. Presently, 37 million Americans have chronic kidney disease. And that's about 15% of the U.S. population. Um, bringing it more local, 17,000 Marylanders have end-stage renal disease or end-stage kidney disease, meaning that they are on dialysis or very close to, to being on dialysis or awaiting a, a kidney transplant. Uh, so, so it's a national problem, and it's very much a local problem uh, as well. Um, it is the ninth leading cause of death in the United States. Um, and, and, and what's, what bothers me, I guess, is the fact that most folks with kidney disease don't even know that they have it. It's a, it's a slowly progressing disease. Uh, you don't feel it physically until you're just about on dialysis. So a lot of folks are walking around with kidney disease, have no idea. And when they find out it's often too late. How can we help, um, by, you know, simply with this program to, to help change that a little bit? Should we start yep. start by talking about um, the warning signs right off the bat, or would you like to share your personal experience first with kidney disease? Yeah, so, so, so speaking of from, from personal experience, uh, I am the son of a childhood diabetic. My father was diagnosed uh, in the 40s, um, and, and al- although diabetes was known, he was still encouraged to, to avoid you know, a lot of things uh, in life, was told he wouldn't have children, uh, was told he shouldn't play, you know, physical sports and things like this. Um, he took very good care of himself, but the disease um, eventually um, c- 
caused kidney failure, uh, ended up uh, taking both of his legs below the knee, um, causing vision problems, uh, and, and, and a host of other uh, problems. So, so the, the warning signs are diabetes and hypertension. Um, and, and that's what folks really, really got to be um, aware of. That, and we all know someone with diabetes and or hypertension. Those are the silent killers, and they are the big precursors to kidney failure. Gotcha. That's very important to point that out. Now, so what are some things then, um, the warning signs of kidney disease? I know you could be vigilant if you're already diagnosed with diabetes, and, and that can be, you know, top of mind, and you can work with your doctors on that. But say, mm-hmm. you know, you're just someone that, you know, wants to make sure they are taking charge of their health, and maybe they have, well, could it be no symptoms, and they might have kidney disease, like you're saying, and not even know it? That's sort of the, the scary part, isn't it? Right. Constant thirst, uh, poor sleep. Uh, things like this, uh, putting on, you know, if, if, if you're obese, you are, are at greater risk for developing diabetes and hypertension. So these are all, uh, these are some of the warning signs uh, that people need to be aware of uh, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to kidney disease. And things, um, you know, like muscle cramping at night, swollen feet and ankles, puffiness mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. your eyes, especially in the morning, dry, itchy skin, the need to, um, you know, urinate more often, especially at night, as you were saying. So yep. those are important things. If anyone that's listening is experiencing any of those things, should they call their doctor immediately? A- absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and uh, kidney function can be assessed very simply through some, some blood and urine tests. Uh, creatinine clearance is, is something uh, that can be uh, checked in the blood. It's, it, again, you, everybody goes to get their cholesterol um, checked on, on that lab slip you get at your annual physical, have a doctor check off creatinine clearance or albuminuria, which is a measure of protein in the urine. Uh, very simple tests, not painful at all, and can give an early warning sign to kidney failure. So it's really incumbent upon the patients to, to ask about these simple tests, get them done, especially if you're uh, a diabetic or family member of a diabetic, or if you have high blood pressure, once a year, get them done, get those levels checked. And if they're, you know, borderline low, maybe more frequently than once a year, you should have them checked. Now, how about people that are listening and they're concerned with COVID-19 and kidney disease? How has that impact been? I know it's impacted everyone in one way or another, but how has it impacted those who are living with kidney disease? Yeah, um, it's impacted those folks dramatically. What we've noticed is that folks that go into the hospital for COVID are developing kidney failure. Uh, the, the kidney specialists, the nephrologists, the kidney doctors are extraordinarily busy in the hospitals because a lot of these COVID folks become kidney patients. So um, if, 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 if you have kidney failure, please stay away from anybody that is COVID positive or might be COVID positive. Um, if, if you are COVID positive, just quarantine yourself, stay away from everybody uh, and and and, I, and most especially in my mind, stay away from the kidney failure folks because those folks do not need any more complicating conditions. That's right. It's difficult enough. And you have a very handy COVID-19 toolkit for the most recent updates and information because the other overwhelming thing can be that it, the information is changing so often that um, yeah. sometimes you don't know what the latest is. But up at your website, which is kidney.org and then slash COVID-19 um, is where you guys are constantly updating that information. Right? We we are. We are. We encourage everybody uh, who has kidney disease uh, and is concerned about COVID, check.
check out uh, kidney.org. There's a plethora of resources on there for you to become educated. And there's a lot of hurdles going back to sort of the number of Marylanders it impacts, um, sort of things unique to, you know, especially locally that, you know, on average, just so people know daily, roughly 3,000 Marylanders uh, are awaiting a kidney for, you know, transplantation. And then you also have some inequities to access. Um, Hispanics are 1.5 more times more likely than non-Hispanics to develop kidney failure. So as far as the makeup um, of our friends and neighbors, uh, how that's got to be something you see um, working with the National Foundation that locally we have some unique challenges. You know, we, we do. Um, kidney failure disproportionately affects uh, blacks and Hispanics as compared to whites. Um, and, and I guess for a multitude of reasons, there is a lack of access to health care, um, which I, I, I really find amazing, especially here in Baltimore when we have uh, Johns Hopkins on the east side of the city. On the west side, we have University of Maryland, two premier medical institutions with great uh, kidney programs. So um, really, we, we, we need to build awareness uh, of kidney disease, especially with these most at-risk populations. And, and I mean, right here in town, we have some of the leading nephrologists in the world right here. And, and uh, to my knowledge, University of Maryland Medical System does more kidney transplants than any other system in the country. So, so we have people that are really experienced, really good at it right here. So um, uh, we are working hard to get those, those especially at-risk populations into, into the, the, the system to um, help serve them. Yeah, that's incredible. And uh, we've seen and met, excuse me, and some of your former in-person fundraisers, those folks firsthand and the people that they are helping and, uh, and the lives that they are changing have back to sort of the COVID-19 issue for a moment. How has that impacted your uh, fundraisers and awards luncheons and things like that? Pretty much everything that you were doing to spread that awareness. How has that impacted things and how can we help you, especially now? I'd imagine it's even more critical to be creative about ways to to get involved and and help raise money for you guys. Yeah, we've, uh, we've had to take a lot of our fundraisers uh, into the virtual world. I think a lot of... Uh, uh, nonprofit uh, organizations had to kind of do the same thing. We've last year we had our uh, Sante event, which is a, a um, type of gala event virtually, uh, and that that worked out well. Uh, we have our kidney walk uh, every year, and this year we're doing it uh, virtually as well, and that's going to be on October 24th. Uh, we're going to have a uh, live stream available on the kidneywalk.org/baltimore. Uh, website uh, again, 10 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, October 24th. Uh, folks can donate um, on our website. Uh, they can create teams. Uh, all of the information again is on that website, kidneywalk.org/baltimore, and uh, you can do all your virtual fundraising. We have uh, prizes at different levels of fundraising for folks, so it'll be uh, wonderful. Not as wonderful, unfortunately, as the live event that, that we're so comfortable with and so have, have so much fun with. Uh, hopefully we'll get there next year. But because of, of COVID-19 and especially the fact that kidney uh, failure patients are a very at-risk population, we're sticking with the virtual uh, this year just to keep everybody safe. Yeah, that's certainly understandable because you were just saying how, you know, we should avoid, uh, the, you know, people with kidney 
um, disease and should definitely avoid the, the situation to be around anyone that might be exposed or experiencing COVID-19. So, yeah, that exactly. would be uh, irresponsible for us to be talking about a huge thing, you know, when we, when we want to make sure people are vigilant. But you guys have done a really good job, though, with your virtual events. People are going to be able to live stream that on the website. And then just for those that I know, I, I still meet people that are like, well, I don't. I'm not a computer person, but there's definitely a number that people can call for more information. Do you have happen to have that number offhand? Or can yep. You? Yeah. The, the, the number to our office is 410-494-8545. Again, 410-494-8545. And you can speak to one of our folks live and, and we'll happily, happily get you all set up uh, for the kidney walk. Great. And what are the, where do those funds go that are raised from the kidney walk and other events? What, how will they help and what sorts of things? Um, can you feel good about, you know, where your money is going? 90% of the funds we raise stay local. We, as I mentioned before, have two tremendous institutions right here in our backyard that um, are doing great work in terms of, of serving kidney patients, but also doing research into various kidney diseases. Um, the money we raise goes to help fund that research. Money we raise also helps uh, to go directly in the form of grants to dialysis patients. Uh, we have a patient emergency assistance fund that helps dialysis patients get to dialysis in the first place, but also helps them pay their BG&E bills or helps them put food in their, in their pantry, uh, helps them pay rent or helps them pay more. We're, the funds we raise stay here to help our own community. And we're so excited about that. Um, whether it's it's funding research or helping patients or 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 build awareness, uh, we have different companies locally that we partner with that help build uh, kidney kits to help support patients. So there's a lot we're doing with the funds. But again, ninety percent of the money we raise stays here in the greater Baltimore area. That's really important. Are there any of those um, partners that you want to mention now? If you happen, I don't want to put you on the spot, but if there's any no, 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 no. in particular you want to thank. <laughs> We are, we are so grateful to our sponsors. The presenting sponsor locally is Almond & Company. Platinum sponsors include Mid-Atlantic Nephrology Associates and Christiana Care. Because our, our service area does include Delaware. Uh, we've also got CareDx, Horizon Therapeutics, Johns Hopkins Medicine, University of Maryland Medical System, uh, Alderson Loop, Omega Core Technologies, Independent Dialysis Foundation, uh, the Relay Group, Fresenius Vi4, uh, and AstraZeneca are all top sponsors of the Kidney Walk, and we're so grateful to those folks uh, for, for helping us pull this off uh, yet again and helping us raise more and more money to benefit patients right here in Baltimore. That's great. And also our friends, thanks for mentioning again, our, you know, our friends in Delaware. It certainly covers the Maryland and Delaware virtual Kidney Walk and as well as the work of the National Kidney Foundation serving Maryland and our neighbors in Delaware as well. And each participant is going to get a fundraising webpage, as you are mentioning, um, and once the first donation hits the, the little thermometer you can follow along with, um, they've earned a set of kidney walk laces, which is a really cool way to make it seem not so virtual, right? So some of those right. fundraising incentives are really cool. Let us know about, you know, those certain benchmarks, whether it's $100 or up to, you know, $1,000 or some of those cool things that people are going to be able to earn from raising much needed funds. Right. At $100, you get the official kidney walk T-shirt. At $250, you'll get the, uh, the lace-up socks uh, to walk your way on event day. Uh, at $500, you'll get a kidney walk mask. And the $1,000 will put you, uh, give you a spot in our top fundraisers club, uh, which includes 
uh, a Kidney Walk Top fundraiser T-shirt and a certificate of achievement for that. So I'd urge folks to to register now to to start building your team, raising those funds, it, it, and and tweet it out, put it out on Facebook, put it out on your TikTok, whatever you have, get it out there, Instagram, and uh, uh, spread the word. Cool. And Twitter, too, and Facebook. Yeah, you guys are very active on social media, and you can definitely find those direct links on your website, and that specific event page is kidneywalk.org slash Baltimore. Um, you also have kidneywalk.org slash M-D-D-E as well um, right. that people can check out there. And um, so if this is a huge fundraiser for you guys. Do you have a specific goal, or is it kind of like the sky's the limit as far as what you're kind of, if you're putting a dollar amount on what your your goal is on that little thermometer nationally and locally? You know, that that's a great question. Quite frankly, I don't know that answer, but the sky's the limit. We will, every penny, literally every penny helps, uh, whether it, it, if you want to give, you know, $2 or, or, or $20,000, we'll take it. Um, and, and again, the money goes to really help folks that, that are in desperate need right here in Baltimore. Yeah, that's that's most important because um, we'd say it, whatever dollar amount that is, is we need more. <laughs> you know, yeah. we could always use more for sure. And what another thing I thought was really cool that you guys are doing this year is that you're going to share resources for parents and caregivers to use for your, your kidneys and youth. Tell us a little bit about that program. That's so important to educate young people about kidney health. You know, it, it, it really, really is. Um, although, although kids are not at the greatest risk uh, of kidney disease, it can, there, there are kidney conditions that definitely do affect children. And I was a caregiver, and I know how hard it can be. So we do have resources on our website uh, for the, uh, your kidneys and youth uh, program. So definitely would encourage folks to to check that out. It's a, a nice kit. We have like a, um, a cartoonish type of video uh, on there to educate children ab- about taking care of their kidneys, about following a proper diet, getting out and exercise, uh, all the things, all the great habits you want to develop as a kid and carry into adulthood. Uh, we have plenty of tools and resources on our website for your kidneys and youth. That's really cool. Definitely people can check that out when they get a moment. And um, I kind of uh, skipped over a very important question earlier, since this all is relatable here, is exactly what is uh, CKD, which is chronic kidney disease. Yep. It, it, CKD is kind of an umbrella term, uh, Gina, for uh, a multitude of diseases that affect the kidneys and the urinary tract system. And there, there are so many conditions that, that impact our kidneys. And, and the, the function, the job of the kidneys is to filter out wastes that we don't need and retain um, um, electrolytes and, and, and proteins and things that our bodies do need. So when, when your kidneys become damaged, you lack the ability to, to get rid of these wastes, and these wastes just accumulate and accumulate over time and do considerable damage uh, to your kidneys. It ends up affecting blood pressure and, and a multitude of other conditions. So uh, it is critically important to, as I mentioned earlier, every year have some kidney function tests performed, very simple stuff to do. Uh, insurance covers all of it. Um, and, and really be diligent about taking care of it. I know you don't feel it. None of us feel kidney disease, but at your annual physical, um, uh, ask your doctor to, to, again, check your creatinine clearance, check your uh, urine albumin, uh, and, and keep track of that, kind of track it over the years. Um, an interesting stat I heard uh, on a podcast recently, Gina, is that 1% of the entire federal budget goes to dialysis patients. 1%. 
Oh, my goodness. The entire federal budget, 1%, is just for dialysis patients. Wow. So that's how costly this is to the system. Um, and much of it can be pre- prevented by, by taking care of ourselves. If you've got diabetes or hypertension, get it under control. If you don't have diabetes or hypertension, take care of yourself so you don't develop those conditions. Right. They always say if you don't make time for your um, health, you'll certainly have to make time for your illness, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I was going to ask if that's as simple as just reminding your doctor when they're going through a battery of tests anyway, a triannual physical, to just make sure that that's something that they um, test for you. Right. Right. You know, I, I think we all know someone with, with hypertension or diabetes, or maybe the folks listening to this uh, have those conditions. Ask your doctor. Be proactive about it. If you have a family of his, history of diabetes or hypertension but don't have it yet, ask your doctor just to check and and make sure and let's start tracking this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, doctors, of course, like everyone, especially now in the middle of a global pandemic, are very, um, you know, pushed to the limit and very, um, very busy um, so it, it, is there a way that people can kind of arm themselves on your website with that information so you know those questions to ask and the right way to word it? Just maybe you just print it off or have it on your phone or, you know, not, exactly. I mean, knowledge is power. So if you can sort of cut to the chase and say, hey, I need this, um, you know, it just makes it that much easier to save that time. Right, right, right. I've, I've, I've come to uh, realize that I need to go into these appointments with a list of questions to ask my doctors, hey, this is not going right, or I noticed this, or for the past three weeks I've had such, such condition, go go into your appointment with a list of conditions, a uh, list of questions, excuse me, and one of those questions is, doctor, would you please uh, check off uh, urine albumin and creatinine uh, clearance on my uh, on, on my lab test. That's so important. Well, we were talking, too, about the um, the Maryland and Delaware Virtual Kidney Walk, which is coming up Sunday, October 24th, um, 10 a.m. via the live stream. So there's plenty of time for people to re- still register for that. That's, like, the most important thing we can probably tell people, right, at kidneywalk.org slash Baltimore. But I know there are a lot of other ways to support the National Kidney Foundation, which is serving Maryland and Delaware. Tell us uh, some of those other ways. Uh, but first up, though, would you say that the Kidney Walk is probably the most immediate way that people can do that? It is. And it, it, the Kidney Walk really is our biggest fundraiser. I mean, it, it is so much fun. It dra- draws such a great crowd. Uh, hopefully in 2022, we can do it live uh, somewhere in our community. Um, and, and like I said, it, it, it's our biggest fundraiser. Alternate ways folks can 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 help is just going onto our web, website and making a donation directly. Uh, we also have our kidney cars program. If you have a car that you're looking to to get rid of, please consider donating it to the kidney cars uh, program. All of that information uh, can be found at kidneycars.org uh, or by calling 800-488-2277. And uh, uh, we, we will happily uh, take your car off your hands for you. Uh, we auction it off and we get um, the proceeds that way. Uh, you can also uh, put us in your will. You know, we, we will happily um, um, take, you know, take funds that way um, as well. So there's a multitude of ways that folks can donate to the National Kidney Foundation. But as you said, Gina, most immediately, the Kidney Walk, October 24th, uh, 10 a.m. live stream on our website. And you don't have to walk necessarily. You can run. You can, you can row. You can uh, do jumping jacks, whatever you want to do. Um, uh, to raise funds. I love that. And it's very cool that um, you, people can consider the National Kidney Foundation as their year-end donation by supporting you all on Giving Tuesday or by December 31st if you're looking for kind of a deadline. So for coming up for the holidays, I just saw a piece on the news that there's all these shipping delays on you know, goods and services and toys. I mean, but, you know, it's always a good idea instead to 
do a charitable donation like that, especially for, you know, as we get older and there's what, what do we really need, you know, that much. And if there's someone that's personally impacted in your life or, or if you're not yet, I'm sure there will be someone impacted by kidney disease. That's mm-hmm. a really wonderful way to do that as well. And it's not just, you know, kidney cars. I hear he accept boats, motorcycles, you know, um, motocross bikes, you name it, power sports equipment, ATVs, off-road vehicles, construction equipment. I'm talking to you, personal watercraft people, jet skis, anything with a trailer hitch, right? So, Right. If, if it's got a motor, we'll take it. Yeah. You'll even accept farm equipment, I've heard. Yep. Tractors, yep, will. tractors with a serial number, right? So there's definitely a lot of details, too. Uh, a bit, like you mentioned, kidneycars.org for that information as well. Um, and those donations, of course, you are a nonprofit 501c3, the magic words designated organization. So all those contributions are tax deductible. And really, this is the year to start thinking about that, budgeting for that. Um, yep. And any other um, local ways to support the National Kidney Foundation locally that we're thinking about? Uh, Personal donation. How about like um, you know our our workplace, Odyssey Baltimore, is very active in in the nonprofit arena of things. Can you get your workforce, your small business, whatever, together? Um, and if so, how can people do that? Yep. So uh, we have a, uh, a a program in which we can um, partner with employers to um, set up maybe a charity day, and folks can build uh, kidney kits for. Uh, dialysis patients and those who are approaching dialysis and the kidney kit will have you know recipe cards that for, for kidney healthy meals um, other things to help uh, dialysis patients um, you know folks on dialysis they get cold while they're in the dialysis chair so so we have blankets and all kinds of stuff and, and folks can can build these kits and have a kind of team building experience at the office while helping out a terrific cause so that's that's Another one of the things that we do, um, I was on a conference call uh, last night with the Kidney Foundation's golf committee. We have a golf tournament that we uh, conduct every year. And if there are folks out there uh, uh, in the corporate world that, that love to golf and, uh, and, and want to uh, donate that way, they'll be able to get some more details shortly on our website about our, our golf tournament. So we have a variety of ways um, to partner with folks. Many employers also offer matching donations. So if you donate $25 to the Kidney Foundation, I wouldn't be surprised if your employer uh, on their website has a way for you to, uh, to get that donation matched by the employer. I just did this with my daughter's, uh, excuse me, with my niece's school out in Seattle, donated $50, and my employer is matching that donation. So That's it great. Gets doubled, it gets doubled by in, in, in three or four clicks of the mouse. I mean, it, it's really, really fantastic. That's an excellent idea. And I think a lot of ears just uh, perked up when you said golf tournament, too, because there are a lot of golfers probably on their way this morning golfing that are interested in that. So whatever it is, whatever way you can donate your time, you know, your talent. Uh, are you guys currently accepting volunteers or is the best way for them to get those kidney kits together and participate in one of your virtual events? So it, it, we, we will happily take volunteers uh, at our different events. And again, more information can be found at kidneymd.org. Uh, and, and I will kind of back up for a minute. If there are golfers listening to this, I will tell you that the uh, winning foursome at our golf tournament will get a trip out to Pebble Beach uh, to play in the national Whoa! tournament. So, so that, that's the carrot that we're, we're dangling out in front <laughs> of folks. Pe- Pebble Beach is definitely a bucket list uh, um, golf outing for anybody. Yeah. Um, so so more, more details on the golf tournament will be forthcoming. 
uh, shortly on our website. Absolutely. That's awesome. And for more information about kidney disease in the National Kidney Foundation, serving Maryland and Delaware's events, programs, services, and those aforementioned volunteer opportunities, including golf, visit kidneymd.org and visit kidneywalk.org slash Baltimore for information about your Maryland and Delaware virtual kidney walk Sunday, October 24th at 10 a.m. via the live stream. George Kilborn, we've been talking to longtime board member of the National Kidney Foundation serving Maryland and Delaware. Um, thank you so much, George, once again for joining us with all this great information. Oh, Gina, many thanks to you and, and, and to your station for partnering with us. We, we're very, very grateful. We're thankful for you and all the work you do as well. And this has been a production of Odyssey Baltimore. Thanks for listening.